When I woke up, I found myself in some hospital room where the walls and even the air seemed stained with the color of an ominous split pea soup. Just a dirty green. My head was dizzy, my brain was sore, my feet wobbly like a rocking chair or a poorly made regular chair, which I found out as I fell out of the bed. I noticed the IV tubes coming out of my arms and up to a couple of upside-down vodka bottles now empty. I ripped out the tubes and tried to piece together how I got here. It was like I blacked out without having memories in the first place. My brain heave-hoed the recollection of all I'd known. I walked out of the room. The hospital was desolate. I tried to yell for help, but what came out was, Where are the women at? No one responded. The women weren't here. A freakish creature hobbled out from a hallway into view. It appeared to be a chicken with the head of a kitten. It turned its head, looked at me, and gave me a digital moan before continuing on its way. I jumped back into the hospital room, closed and locked the door. At the risk of being hyperbolic, this place felt odd. I tried to search my memories to figure out how I got here. I remember the day I was born, which was a bit too far back to be useful, and I've never been able to recollect that memory before. I tried to jump forward, but all that came was the green hospital room. From out of the window, I saw a brilliant blue light in the air. Looking into it felt just shy of being comforting enough. It only made me despise this place all the more. I stared deeper into the light and trying to achieve the comfort I so justly deserved when my eyes could make out a face within. Looking closer, I could identify the face. It was my father, looking at me with an expression of disappointment. The face appeared to be shaking its head in disapproval. I had seen that expression many times in the past, but never as potent as then. explaining to the light. I then pondered on this earnest plea. There appeared to be something that I knew that I didn't know. I looked back at the light and in addition to the great feeling of regret, I also remembered the taste of vodka. I grabbed the bottle hanging from the IV and rotated it in my hands. It seemed familiar. I remember the liquor store grabbing the bottle off the shelf and taking it to the checkout. I asked the girl at the counter about her day, and she told me about how she had just broken up with her boyfriend. Apparently, she had woken up in an ice bath and discovering that he had stolen another one of her kidneys to sell in the black market. She said that she wasn't about to forgive him for doing this a third time. I guess in hindsight, the gentlemanly thing to do would have been to offer her one of mine. However, I was not interested in her romantically, so I opted to, instead, toss a nickel into her tip jar, a sufficient gesture, I thought. After gleaning no useful information from the memory, I opted to forget it so as to not get in the way of something that might be more of use, or at least more entertaining. I glanced back at the dad light and its infinite disappointment. I excused my disappearance from the light's range with a lie, but the expression was not phased. I decided to close the curtains to hide its warm, judgmental glow. 
the thought of hiding in this room for the rest of my days crossed my mind, but I got bored. Opening the door, I listened for any movement. Silence, except for the constant mechanical hum. The coast was as clear as I could expect. I snuck out of the room and into the ravaged hallways. I carried the vodka bottle by its handle to use as a weapon if need be. I wish there were some left. Even now, I wish there were some left. I could really use it. Possibly more than I did back then. I crept through the hallways looking out for that creature and others like it. That became the least of my concerns. The walls were littered with graffiti that appeared to be insults of me. You stupid, bad men The walls had successfully hurt my feelings. It cost me to worry on account that I had considered that a well-kept secret. I went to the stairwell, still eager to escape from this place. But in the back of my mind, I was drafting what I would write in my diary once I got back. I reached out to the stairway doors as I felt icy fingers graze the back of my neck. I swung wildly the vodka bottle. I turned around, hitting nothing. There was no one there, nor were there fingers, nor were there ice. That's when I heard it. The giggling. <laughs> Intoxicating giggling. <laughs> A warm, familiar giggling. <laughs> Steph, I whispered without knowing why. Who was she? In my heart, I knew her, and I knew her well. In my head, not a clue outside of the notion she had a birthday coming up. Or it just passed. I looked at the door to the stairway. A safe escape was just within my reach. But I was also lonely. I was under the impression I was the type of person that followed his heart above all else. He had gotten me this far. So I stepped away from the door leading to the stairs and pursued that angelic giggling, happily coming from the nightmare of his place. The power of love gave me the strength to ignore the continued insults on the wall and keep the tears in my eyes as I pursued the sound of Steph's giggling. As I pursued it, I tried to imagine the bliss that we shared that would make her so significant to me. My name is Stephanie and I love you. Ah, yes. Probably that. A lovely memory. Feelings and compliments and love. What lovely memories those are. That must have been what I was thinking, thought popping into my head. The vision of last night starting to come back to me as I finished off the vodka and pulled out a picture of Stephanie that I hid under the mattress. There's a picture of us kissing while we went to visit her grandfather at the cemetery. Looking at the picture, sure I could have done much better. But there was something special about her. At least, I thought there was. I couldn't remember anything about her. I guess the heart wants what it wants. Even if she had a slight staggle tooth, she could stand to lose a few pounds. After looking at that picture, I remember thinking, tonight I love her, and she needs to know that. Hey, Stephanie. How's your grandfather? I was thinking love's important, and I think I love you. So why don't we get back together? I really miss you. Hugging you made me feel so alive. Just thinking about it makes me want to cry. It's 
Despite the high quality of that message, I remember feeling a hesitation before sending it. Looking at the digital monument that I was too intoxicated to measure, it was in my power to determine if that would become real. Or, I could have deleted it and fallen asleep. And it would have been less than a memory. But, I was also lonely. So I hit send and brought that message to life. The lights immediately cut off while a green light glowed from beneath the floorboards. One by one, a plank of hardwood fell into the ominous green light below. Until my bed slipped in. Then I fell down into the hell below. That's it. That's what happened. I finally get it now. I know what happened. Though it's not too late to go back to the stairs. this place.